Hey everybody, this is episode 2 of the Puncher's Chance MMA podcast where we'll be review, uh, uh, reviewing um, uh, UFC Fight Night Island, Cater uh, versus Ige. Um, fights took place uh, on Wednesday, July 15th. Um, overall, pretty good fight card. Uh, say a lot of um, contenders emerged or a lot of uh, promising um, additions to to the UFC emerged um, but yeah there's a lot of good fights um, first fight of the night was uh, Jack Shore versus Aaron Phillips um, Jack Shore undefeated fighter at 12-0 big I think he was a the favorite the biggest favorite on the card Minus 800 favorite um, versus Aaron Phillips, plus 550 underdog. Uh, weight bout, round one. Shore looks uh, for the takedown early, big slam. Um, takes his back, lands some big shots. Uh, huge knee in the clinch. And it's pretty much all Shore in the first round. Big grappling and strength advantage for Shore. Uh, for sure. <laughs> Um, and, uh, same with the, the second round, he, uh, Jack was able to, to time, uh, the kick with, t uh, well, he actually caught the kick, took him down, passed his guard, took his back, um, sunk in the rear naked choke, and that was it. It was pretty quick work by Jack Shore. Um, he's, uh. A promising fighter from from Wales. He uh, just uh, for this weight class, I feel like he's got like a big strength advantage. Good grappling, good jujitsu, um, and uh, it was pretty apparent. You know, his minus eight hundred favorite status was um, definitely justified. Um, I would grade the fight. Uh, a B was it was a fun fight to watch. It's good to see uh it's fun to watch good good grappling like that um so yeah graded the fight a b and the uh, second fight of the night was diana belvita versus liana jojua um diana a new romanian fighter versus um liana fighter from georgia flyweight bout um, Diana actually came in as the uh, favorite, minus two ten favorite. Uh, both both girls, you know, pretty young, in their mid twenties. Um, uh, round one started off. Uh, uh, fight started off with some pretty good, uh, pretty good combination by Belvita. She. She landed a couple of strikes and shot in for, for, for a takedown. Um, and uh, Jojua was quickly uh, looking for an armbar right away off of her back. Uh, sank it in and just, just, um, just was cranking on it. It took a while for her to finally get a a good angle on it, but, uh, just shows, uh, 
you know, great flexibility by Belvita. She was able to kind of maneuver her way out of it. Um, but eventually Liana uh, was able to get the tap. Really nice technique. Um, super quick fight. Uh, graded in A, it was, you know, wasn't a very long fight, so it's definitely one to watch. Super quick and, uh, you know, good, good jiu-jitsu. Uh, third fight of the night was, um, Jared Gordon versus Chris Fishkel. Um, Jared come, comes in, or came in at 15 and 4. Uh, Chris Fishgold uh, had a record of 18 and 3 and 1. Uh, Fishgold did miss weight. And um, this was a featherweight bout. Jared came in as a minus 150 favorite. Um, yeah, um, Gordon was able to to drag uh, Fishkel down pretty early. Um, and uh, Fishkel was able to kind of reverse it a little bit. Um, uh, Gordon went for a guillotine, kind of uses it back to get back up to his feet. Um, good elbow, uh, good, uh, good uppercut and a good elbow for Fishkel. Um, Gordon was then uh, able to shoot for a takedown and uh, Fishgold kind of went for a guillotine. Um, Gordon pulled out of it and uh, was able to finish the round on top with some good ground and pound. Um, I would say Gordon won the first round. Uh, second round, uh, Gordon was able to take down Fishgold pretty early and then Fishgold seemed to Kind of go for the guillotine. He, he didn't really fight the the takedowns, and it showed to came out to kind of um, not help him in this fight. He uh, I think if he would have tried to create more scrambles, he would have um, done a little better and not getting taken down so easily. But um, yeah, if once he was. He kind of sunk in that guillotine, just kind of submitted to the uh, to being in the in the guard uh, or putting um, putting Gordon in the guard. It's just he kind of gave up the position. Um, Gordon was able to eventually pass into side control, uh, north south, um, threatened with the Kimura. Um, fish was, uh, fish, uh, fish was eventually able to, to regain his guard. Um, and then Gordon landed some good shots, stayed busy on top, uh, was able to land some good elbows, but pretty much a, a dominant second round for Gordon. Um, you know, has really good wrestling, came in. Like he was in really, really good shape. It didn't even look like he was breathing hard. Um, and uh, 
going into round three, Fishgold came out very, very aggressive, and you have to figure he was—he had to figure he was down two rounds. Um, um, Gordon uh, had a deep shot, um, good sprawl by Fish uh, Fishgold, um, but Gordon was eventually able to snap him down. Um, then there was a pretty good reversal by Fishgold, who who uh, kind of used it to to get back up. Um, but yeah, just really aggressive, just really going for for a finish. Um, Gordon was able to land some good combos um, Fishgold actually shot down for shot for a takedown where Gordon sprawled and took his back and at this point it looked like Chris Fishgold was pretty much tired and, and gassed um, so Gordon just kind of got on top and um, kind of sunk one hook in and, and just kind of hammered hammered away for for the rest of the bout he was uh, Fishgold was just kind of got stuck in the turtle position um, was able to get back to his back a little bit um, where Gordon was able to land some some good elbows good hammer fists um, and Gordon was able to uh, do a really good job of of trapping Fishgold's left arm with his with his left leg, you know, kind of like sinking the hook in, trapping his arm as at the same time, and um, was able to do some some really good damage uh, to Chris Fishgold. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much a dominant dominant um, win for for Jared Flash Gordon. Uh, he got the unanimous decision. Uh, to grade the fight, a scene, not a whole lot of exciting exchanges and action, but you know both guys were were definitely going for it, and and um, it was uh, it was a good fight all all, all around. Uh, fight after that was between. Um, it was a, heavy, a light heavyweight bout between Modestas Bukowskis versus Andres Mikolaitis. Um, um, Bukowskis came in at 10 and 2, was a favorite, minus 155 favorite. Uh, Lithuanian fellow fighting out of England. Uh, big, big guy for the light heavyweight division. Um, and he was fighting Andreas, uh, uh, Greek fighter, uh, 12 and 3, uh, 135 underdog. Um, this is a good fight. Uh, Andreas came out. He was looked really light on his feet. Um, he was, you know, kind of bouncing around. And uh, Modestus was landing um, kind of a kick-heavy attack. Uh, Andres, I remember land, he landed a, a really good body kick. 
um, Mode uh, Modestus landed uh, uh, a good heavy kick in return. Um, Andreas fires uh, fired back with some of his own. Kind of both guys exchanging in a in a kickboxing match. Um, Andreas then started getting his his hands in in the mix. Um, and uh, you could see a big difference in the, the two fighters. Modestus uh, was 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 a little more bouncy. He was uh, kind of all over the place, while while Andres was was very heavy heavy footed and kind of just methodically um, plotting forward. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was uh, you know two big guys landing some some pretty good shots and late in the late in the round, uh, Andres shot for a takedown and and um, Modestus cracked him with those uh, those Travis Brown elbows uh, to the side of the head um, right as the round was ending and um, the and, fight that I was or the broadcast it actually went into commercial break so it wasn't until it came back that the fight was called off um Andreas had protested that the elbows were the back of the head but the referee had he was looking at it pretty pretty closely and said no those were illegal elbows and uh they showed the in the replay that after after the ex after the elbow exchanges, um, Andreas sat back, and uh, as the corners were coming in, the, the door was was swinging open, and he kind of stumbled out of the cage. So the, as soon as the referee saw that, he just called the fight. Um, so Andreas was still kind of complaining about about the elbows. He felt that they were to the back of the head, but. Um, to show the replay, it seemed like they were, they were pretty legit elbows, pretty, pretty clean. Um, but yeah, I, I like the, the the fight for as long as it went. I graded the the fight a B. It was definitely want to see Andreas again, and uh, Modestus I think would uh, he's going to be tough for a lot of a lot of guys. Uh, and both guys are pretty young. Modesto is only 26 and Andres 31. So I'd like to see. And both of them have, have pretty good records. So I'd like to see both of them fight again. All right. Um, the next fight was um, Ricardo uh, Hamos versus Lerone Murphy. Um, Ricardo came in at 14 and 2. Ron Murphy was eight and zero with uh, one draw. Uh, featherweight bout. Um, Lerone came in as the underdog. Was plus one forty five underdog, fighting out of Manchester, England. Um, and Ricardo Amos, I was a minus one sixty five favorite, fighting out of Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, yeah, this was a really fun fight. Um, Hamos came out 
super flashy kicks, uh, landed some good some good body kicks, some good leg kicks. Uh, I remember uh, almost landing uh, three straight kicks at one point, and um, Lerone was looking more for a boxing boxing attack. Um, uh, Hamos then engages in the clinch and um, is able to take uh, Lerone's back and lands a sneaky, sneaky knee from from that from, a, from that kind of that back angle. Um, Ramos and uh, Hamilton puts uh, Lerone in, uh, in a tie clinch, lands some good knees. <clears throat> um, and then uh, Lerone attacks to the body. And um, and then Hamels was throwing this this crazy crazy little <clears throat> like even the broadcasters couldn't even say what it was. They were saying that he was it was dangerous for him to throw it, but it was this tricky tricky attack where he would step off to with his left leg and then he would swing his right leg back behind it and then he would kick Lerone with that back leg. It was, it was really, really unusual attack and la I landed it like three times in the fight. It was kind of a funny attack. Um, then uh, Murphy went for the takedown and um, much to the announcers like dismay they were like why is this guy taking taking him down it doesn't make any sense you they, they wanted to see Lerone more <clears throat> um going more for a boxing uh boxing attacks but um he was able to take him down and and Hamels was able to kind of use that momentum and 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 roll over back on top of, of Lerone. Um, and then both fighters eventually scrambled up. And then um, Lerone went for another takedown. And um, this is where where he was able to land uh, just a beautiful elbow that, that on, when they showed it on the replay, you could see kind of um, really, really stung uh, stunned uh, Hamos, his eyes kind of rolled back and his head hit the canvas and it was kind of like the beginning of the end. Um, and then he was able to land a couple more right hands and pretty much finished, uh, the ref and stepped in and, and stopped the fight um, via ground and pound. But um, yeah. A really exciting fight, though. Both fighters, uh, super athletic and, and very talented. I'd like to see both fighters fight again. I, I graded this fight an A. Um, but yeah, it was just funny to see Lerone uh, going down for the going for the takedown. And Ricardo, it seemed had a had a bigger advantage um, as far as like jujitsu wise, but. But yeah, it was a really good fight. Um, and the uh, fight after that was um, middleweight bout. 
John Phillips versus uh, Kamzat Chimaya. Really, really good fight. Um, I mean, it was pretty one-sided, but um, John Phillips came in with the 22-9 and nine, um, record, won no contest, was a big underdog, a plus 320 underdog. And um, uh, comes out, uh, fights out of Stockholm, but I'm pretty sure he's a fighter from Kazakhstan, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he was a minus 400 favorite, 6 0 undefeated fighter. Uh, round one started with uh, John just coming straight, straight out, and uh, Chimaya shot for a takedown and just took him down, dragged him to the fence, cracked him with elbows and punches. Uh, Phillips was able to kind of work himself to the fence and and starts kind of attempting a, a uh, like walk up off the fence, but um, Kamzat wasn't having any of it. He just starts unloading on on Phillips and just left punches, um, starts landing all these left punches and you can see Phillips start wearing it. Uh, Phillips is able to eventually get back up. Um, but yeah, Kamzat's just like kind of via like not to the extent of Khabib, but just overwhelmed him kind of in that manner. And you could tell like when he was, when they were talking to him post-fight, was, he was talked about smashing guys and stuff. But yeah, he just continued to, to punish him with big shots. And, and um, Phillips is eventually able to, to kind of work to his back, um, but he's 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 just getting beat up there as well. I think one of the one of the judges had it. One of the one of the judges scored that first round a 10-7. So yeah, that's how bad it was. Um, and then uh, round two started and. Uh, Chimea just shot and got the takedown right away. And um, Phillips uh, rolled over to his, his stomach, and um, Chimea just landed a, a, a sunk in the Darth joke, and that was pretty much it. Um, Phillips tapped pretty quickly. But I really liked. Um, I really like Chimaya. I really like the way he he came out there and, and took care of business and just put a beating on Phillips. It was it was fun to watch. I, I graded the fight a B just for I mean it wasn't very competitive, but it's it was fun to see um, uh, Chimaya. Just he's a very exciting fighter. Um, you want to see him fight his next fight. And uh, you know, he was talking to Dana after the fight, and um, once he was talking to John Anik after, 
He was like, I'm ready to fight next week. I'll fight tomorrow. I'm like, I want fights. I want to fight. And I, I hear that this guy, he was he used to fight at welterweight, but nobody would fight him. So he moved up to middleweight. So he's, he's definitely a guy to keep your eye on. Uh, that's Kanzat Chimahia. Cruz is 7-0. Um, another uh, really exciting fight was the fight after that. Um, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus Munier Lazes. Um, really, really good fight. Uh, Walter 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 Wave. Uh, bout. Um, Al-Hassan came in at 10-1. and one. He was actually a pretty big favorite, minus 350 favorite, although he did, he did miss weight. Um, fighter um, from Ghana fights out of, fights out of um, the United States um, versus uh, yeah, Lezes, uh, really, really, really good fight. Um, Lezes came out as a plus 285 underdog fighter fighting out of Dubai. Um, first first round started with, with Al-Hassan just coming out and just blasting Lezes, just... I think Al-Hassan has gotten a lot of first-round finishes, so I think he, 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 you know, fighters, once they get used to that, they're just like, that's what I'm going to go for. But he came out, and you got to give Lezes uh, credit because he he really was sort of a bunch of punches. He came out, uh, Al-Hassan came out super aggressive and, and um, Lazes just kind of covered up and um, was shooting an occasional stepping a knee to the body, but he just, he was kind of just covering up for the first like 30 seconds. Um, and Lazes is just like smiling at him. And, he's, and then Lazes starts firing back with elbows and uh, uh, low kicks and doesn't seem to be hurt at all. And both guys trade elbows. Um, and then Lezes lands these beautiful, lands two like swinging in knees to the body. Really, really good technique for Lezes. Um, beautiful kicks. And um, towards the end of the first round, it seems that Al-Hassan is starting to slow down, um, but it's, it's a furious pace that these two guys are, are putting on. Um, Lezes is also starting to check a lot of the kicks um, that Al-Hassan is, 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 uh, is throwing. Um, and Lezes has this really unusual... Yeah, like unusual um, elbow that he throws. It's, it's like a, I think Michael Bisping called it an, ad, an advancing left elbow, and it's he'll, he'll throw it out, and it's he's he's landing it on on Al Hazan, and um, 
And then Lazaz is able to shoot for a takedown late in the round and probably ends up winning him that first round. But yeah, just really, really exciting first round. Um, round two, both guys came out throwing leg kicks. Um, Lazaz lands a good combo, starts, uh, starts, uh, a barrage of punches that kinds of stun, kind of stuns Al Hassan, kind of pushes him back to the cage, um, and Lazes pressures forward. Um, Al Hassan's kind of his turn to, to covering up in, in the defense, and Lazes just kind of landing shots to the body, and um, and Al Hassan is just kind of covering up, um, but then he comes back and fires off these big, big shots that kind of stops Lazes from, from going so hard. Um, Lazes then shoots for the takedown, and uh, they, they start kind of getting in these these positions where, this is kind of where I didn't agree, but it, I think it was just kind of the referee trying to make the fight more exciting. But he started standing up these guys. Like, he would, he would tell them, improve your, your positions. But the guy's, like, in, in side control. And Al-Hassan would, would, you know, try to sink in a guillotine. But it was really kind of just like a stalling technique. And the referee, like, stood him up twice. And... Like, even the, the broadcasters were like, what's going on? Like, he's not even, you're not even letting them work. Um, but, uh, yeah, Lazes was able to show that he's he's got some pretty good takedowns. And um, he was able to land some, some good elbows and some good knees to the body. Um and definitely won the, the round for him. And then round three, um, Al-Hassan actually shoots for a takedown, and uh, Lazes kind of kind of um, times it and lands this really good knee, um, but he gets taken down, uh, Lazes, that is, and uh, uses the fence to get back up. Um, and then he turns back around and then and um, takes takes Al Hassan down and then same thing with the uh, with the guillotine thing again. Um, uh, Al Hassan is is kind of using the guillotine as a stalling technique, um, but uh, eventually Lazes is able to to get into side control and lands like some pretty big elbows. Um, Al-Hassan does able, he is able to get back up and then able to land some huge shots at the end of, right at the end of the, uh, the fight. Um, but overall really, really good fight. I was really excited to, <clears throat> um, to see Lazes, uh, there was kind of some buzz going in with this guy. Both guys, actually. Both guys were, were really exciting. 
but I'm really excited to see his his next fight. Um, he actually ended up calling calling out Mike Perry um, in the post fight interview with with John Anik. Um, but Lazes did get the nod. Um, definitely an A A plus for this fight. Fireworks galore. Both guys really didn't slow down either. It's too big. Um, Alhassan's a big, solid dude. Um, and Lazez more of a taller guy, but um, the kicks and knees and elbows of Lazez, very, very, very impressed by that guy. Both guys, I, I want to see, I definitely want to watch both guys fight in the next fight. Um, fight after that was Molly McCann versus Tyla Santos, flyweight bout. Um, Molly came in as uh, the minus 150 favorite, She's record of 10 and 2, fighter out of England. Um, Tyla Santos was a plus 130 underdog, the record of 15 and 1. Um, first round started with Molly just just running at Tyla, and um, Tyla just kind of sitting back and started throwing some really hard, uh, heavy leg kicks. Um, Molly lands a, some good counters towards the beginning of the fight. Um, and then Santos lands two brutal knees to the body. Um, McCann then uh, seems like she's going for more of a, a boxing, boxing attack while while Santos is throwing more kicks. Um, but what I noticed, Molly, she was doing a lot of um, she's doing a lot of stance switching. Um, and um, Sant it might have been to confuse Santos from throwing like the body kicks or or something because Santos, I mean, it didn't work because Santos was throwing these brutal body kicks um, and uh, eventually Santos had a she got she got cut above her left eye um, Santos landing good leg kicks um, Molly at one point puts her head down Santos's knees are just brutal knee to the head um, Molly's going to that, that switch where she kind of like a rush switch that, that Jorge Masvidal put on, on Darren Till. She keeps going for that where she just rushes Santos with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a furious pace is that first round, um, and then uh, Santos is able to to get her in a, a tie clinch, and she's able to do really good work in there. And um, Molly is able to break with the the really nice elbow um, after she she kind of went for a takedown. Um, and then uh, Santos turns around and shoots on Molly. 
picks her up and slams her to the floor. And then Molly gets back up. And Santos again lands the uh, sinks in the tie clinch and lands some good knees. Good back and forth. Kind of a toss up round. Molly lands the better of the punches. Santos lands better of the uh, kicks, but kind of have to give it to Santos with the the takedowns and the really good knees in the clinch. Um, second round, um, again, and I mean these girls really put on a pace out there. It was uh, it came out very aggressive. Um, good body kicks by Santos. Um, good knee from Ollie in the clinch as um, Santos fights the takedown. Um, and then uh, Santos is able to turn Molly around. That's a big knee of her own. Another big, big kick to the body by Santos. Santos then gets the takedown. And then she's able to mount. She lands a good elbow. She sinks in a Darce choke. And it looks like it's pretty tight, but she doesn't really have it all in. And Molly's able to kind of slip out of it. Um, Santos kind of drags her back down and lands a really good elbow. Another, another two elbows after that. And that was the end of round two. That was definitely a round for Santos. Um, round three, uh, McCann comes out, uh, Molly comes out, and she's um, she's just boxing. She's in and out. Um, and she's trying to land as much as, you know, there's definitely a... a um, Basically, like she needs to stop. She's she's kind of going for it, and Santos and Santos uses that aggression. She throws up a knee right up the middle. Um, seems to connect right to Molly's chin, um, and seems like at this point Santos is kind of just playing. Um, She's not, she's no longer um, trying to be first. She's just kind of counter Molly. Um, at this point, Molly's eyes is starting to swell up from those, from those elbows that she caught in the last round. Um, and Molly's like just a sense of urgency about her. She starts landing punches. Um, and Santos is able to land some good kicks to the body. Um, Santos is able to again close the distance and drag and drags Molly down to the mat. Um, she uses uh, like a body lock and then just kind of change the angle and just kind of ragdoll Molly down. Um, and then there, Santos seems pretty apparent that she has a a pretty clear advantage on the, on the mat. She she takes her eventually takes her back and um, it's just kind of landing some good shots from there. But it's 
pretty much all Tyla Santos those last two rounds. Uh, first round could have gone either way, but um, overall I, I, I graded a B fight, uh, a, a B. It was it was a it was a good fight to watch. It was very exciting, a lot of back and forth. There's definitely no stalling, so it was it was good to see the the two girls really going for it and. Molly's, um, I like watching her fight. She's just kind of always going for it. And, um, but yeah, it was unanimous nod for Tyla. Good fight. Uh, fight after that was uh, Jimmy Rivera versus Cody Stamen. Um, Jimmy's fun fight, uh, fun fighter to watch. She... Both guys normally bantamweights. They came in at a. They, they chose to fight at 145, so featherweight belt. Uh, Jimmy came in a uh, minus 120 favorite, and Cody was a plus 100 underdogs, pretty much even. Um, but I, I, from my understanding, Jimmy had like no camp. He was talking about he had like a couple days to prepare um but it was this is a it was uh i was interested to watch this fight um round one started with rivera landed some big leg kicks um cody landed a, a pretty good right um big right hand uh to the body by rivera and good inside leg kicks early on by Rivera. Um, Cody ends up catching one of the kicks and is able to take Jimmy down temporarily. Lands a few punches in the process. And then Cody throws a kick of his own and Jimmy catches it and lands a big right and takes Cody down. Uh, they scramble up and and Jimmy's able to land some good knee good knees to the thigh in the clinch. And they another good leg kick by Jimmy. Good left counter by Jimmy towards the end of the round. Um, close round, but I would I would have I would uh, judge it to uh, I would give it to Rivera that first that first round. Uh, round two, um, Cody's able to. To get the uh, body lock and slam Rivera, uh, Jimmy gets he bounces right back up and um, takes Cody down. Rivera lands some some good punches to the body and then a, a good knee as well. Uh, you can see you can see Rivera has a, a big um, speed advantage. I would say Stamen maybe it was a little stronger in the clinch, but Jimmy. Maybe he has better technique, um, but you could see he wasn't himself. He, he he didn't have like the the stamina that he does in the past. Um, 
if you remember Rivera's last fight was against um, uh, Peter Yan, where he was doing really, really well, got caught late in the third round, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, uh, Jimmy's landing that inside leg kick that's um, really starting to wear on, on Cody. You can see the inside of his leg is just beat red. Jimmy is able to land some good counters, big left counter. Um, you can see that he's landing the crisper shots and doing the, doing more damage to Cody. Cody's definitely wearing damage more so than Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's landing a lot more shots as well. Jimmy's also um, landing a lot of leg kicks. Jimmy lands a good right hand, and then Cody shoots a flying knee. That kind of looks like a kind of a grazing. Didn't really land flush. And and then uh, Jimmy lands a good hook to the body, good left hook to the body, and then lands this beautiful right right hand, left hook, right as the round ends. Um, Round three starts off with with a uh, really good left hook by Jimmy. And then Cody starts kind of establishing his jab. He's got a really nice jab. I wish I would have seen him throwing that, that jab more. Um, and then Cody shoots in for a takedown, but Jimmy does, this, does a really good job of defending. Right. It's pretty much bouncing on one leg and kind of bouncing back to the fence and, and able to defend that way. Um, Jimmy lands some good knees in the clinch. Another really good right by by Jimmy Rivera. As, as you can see, most of the strikes are Jimmy. And, and if you look at the, the strike, the strikes as the fight was going, it was heavily in favor of Jimmy Rivera. Um, and Jimmy uh, hits Cody with the beautiful inside-out um, leg kick combination. And uh, Cody shoots for some more takedowns that Jimmy's able to stuff. And Jimmy starts battering Cody as Cody's still kind of going for the takedown. Um, Cody counters with a good one, too. Jimmy counters with the right of his own. Cody counters with the right as Jimmy swings wide. Um, and then Jimmy lands a big right uppercut and a left hook as the fight ends. Um, Jimmy gets the unanimous decision. Both guys um, a little hesitant in this fight. I think this is the second fight by Cody Stammen fought last month, if I'm not mistaken, so I'm sure both guys weren't able to get really good caps for this. Um, so I, I graded, I still graded a B. It was, it was still a pretty entertaining fight. It wasn't, definitely wasn't a boring fight, but um, because these guys would definitely put on better performances with, with uh, better caps.
on the fight after that was Tim Elliott versus Ryan Benoit. Uh, Tim Elliott at 16, 11, and 1, minus 150 favorite. And then Ryan Benoit is at 10 and 6, plus 130 underdog. Um, Elliott is the same crazy self. Comes out pressing Benoit, um, starts like flinging his his lead leg. Um, Benoit catches Elliot with a beautiful right hand, um, and then left hit, high kick combination. Really, really good combination that just echoes through the building. Uh, Benoit has really good hands and. Um, has like a really nice snapping jab. Um, and he follows it follows it up with a good right hand. So, so you can see Ryan Benoit is, uh, Benoit is coming out with uh, crisper strikes. And Elliot is kind of just throwing his, ta his attacks out there. But he's, he's looking for the takedown. Um, Elliot lands a pretty good elbow in the clinch. Um, Benoit lands a really nice left of the body and a jab after that. Elliot then takes Benoit down uh, temporarily, but Benoit uh, uses a, a leg bar to kind of get back on his feet. Um, and then Elliot's able to take down Benoit late and uh, land some, some ground and pound. Uh, because of that really good combination that Benoit landed, I gave him the, that first round. Um, and then round two. Um... Benoit uh, came out with with two huge body kicks. Um, Elliot's tough, man. He just he's a dog. Uh, both guys exchange um, good counters, uh, and then uh, Benoit lands a good uppercut. Um, Benoit then shoots for a takedown. Elliot sinks in the guillotine, turns it into a mounted guillotine. Uh, Benoit gets out. Um, Benoit eventually regains his guard and goes again for for a leg bar. And it seems like he's got it. It's like super tight. You can see Elliot grimacing in pain. Uh, but he eventually gets out. And both men start to both men kind of scramble back up. Um, Benoit lands a big left and right to Elliot. Elliot landing. Elliot's landing way more strikes, but Benoit's doing a lot more damage and is landing the bigger shots. Um, so, so it's tough that that round. Um, I wanted to give it to Benoit, but to ben, yeah, Benoit, but uh, Elliot just seemed to have, be the more active fighter, landing more strikes. Uh, round three was pretty much all Elliot. He was landing good elbows, um, working his jab, 
at one point seemed to have dislocated a finger. He's like keeps putting his hands down, but like to like try to adjust it, pop it back in. And Benoit starts landing shots, starts firing off shots. Um, and Elliot gets stunned, and uh, Benoit starts just kind of teeing off on him. Um, but even then, Elliot's landing more shots. He's landing jabs, kicks, front kicks. It's just they're not doing a whole lot of damage, but he's he's landing more shots. And um, he's awarded a unanimous decision, much to Benoit's. Um, he was he was like pissed off at, at the end of the fight. He thought he thought for sure he had won that fight. But um, yeah, the fight went to Elliot. So and then that that was the co-main event. And the main event was. Uh, Calvin Cater versus Dan Ige. Uh, Cater came in at 21 and 4, was a minus 290 favorite, and Ige was a plus 245 underdog. Um, round one started with uh, Cater just kind of taking it easy, trying to find his timing, finding the distance. Um, it was all Ige like the first minute, minute and a half. Um, Ige landed some good leg kicks, good jab, um, good body shots, um, and then Cater started opening up through right-left uppercut combo that just was picture perfect. I mean, Cater, everybody talks about his boxing being like one of the best boxing in in the UFC and he was he was on display tonight just killer right to the body by Cater just really really good technique um, and it cause causes uh, Ige to shoot immediately <laughs> it's like he felt his shots and he was like no um, and then Cater's uh, throwing this front kick that kind of as a deterrent for for Ige for for the takedown, um, but you can see already Dan, he's he's already got a shiner in his right eye. Um, but Ige lands a good counter. Both guys exchange body punches. Ige lands uh, some. He lands some really good counters. Cater finishes with the flying knee and uh, three beautiful punches, like body punches, and then and then another another up top uh, as right as the round ends. Just a really exciting end to the first round. Round two started with Ige throwing his. He had this really nice left uh, left hook to the body, and then right to the. No, I'm sorry. It was uh, right to the body, and then a left hook to the head. That was really really nice. Um, he started off round two with the left hook to the body, and then a left hook to the head, and 
Yeah, that was really, really nice. Um, Cater landed a, a good right counter, and then Dan was able to land some really good leg kicks. Um, and then I think at that point was when when Dan landed the right hook to the body, left hook upstairs, and he, like, you could tell instantly broke Cater's nose, who had his nose broken not, not that long ago in the Jeremy Stevens fight, so um, you could tell it started bleeding, and it's, like, pretty sure it broke it again. Um, yeah, Cater with, uh, uh, had a really good jab, started establishing that second round, um, both guys against, again, landing, uh, really good counters, and then, uh, Cater misses with that big flying knee, but I would say, uh, second round to Dan, so maybe, uh, round the piece, after after two round three uh, started with cater landing some good leg kicks uh Ige returns the favor Ige going back to that right to the body left up top he's doing a really good job uh dan is doing a really good job going to the body Seems to get be getting his timing and distance down on Cater. Cater seems a little bit slower right now than Dan. Um, and he's having a hard time catching up with, with uh, Ige. It seems like Ige's got uh, a speed advantage. Cater then lands a few right hands. That back Ige up. And then Ige starts attacking the body again. At this point, you could tell Dan is he's starting to um, these punches are starting to have an effect on him. His face starts swelling up, and and Cater uh, actually has, uh, gets a little cut over his right eye. Close round, but I would say Cater landed. Um, more of the more strikes than Ige and landed the, the bigger shots. Uh, round four, Ige goes for the takedown. Cater kind of shucks him off. Cater lands two giant shots, and then he lands a, a big owl, a big elbow on the floor. Cater with a good left. Cater starts landing some good leg kicks. And this round seems like Dan is, is starting to slow down. Uh, the, both fighters, if you see both fighters, you tell for sure that Dan is, is getting... Um, there's more damage on Dan, on Dan than there is on, on Cater. So... Um, Again, another round to, to Cater. Round three, Cater looks a lot fresher. Ige is looking tired. Um, Cater lands a nice right counter. 
Cater's kind of getting loose with his jab. Now he's timing it really, really well. Um, and he's defending nicely. He's uh, pretty much closed Dan's right eye up. Dan shoots for takedowns, and again, Cater um, stops those. At that point, round, in the round five, uh, Dan was like zero for seven takedowns. Cater lands a knee, big knee, and is landing big shots as the fight ends. And uh, probably another round for Cater. So had had the fight four rounds to one for Cater. So Cater ended ended up getting the unanimous decision. But overall, it was, uh, it was a pretty good fight card. There was a lot of... Um, main event was was a high-level chess match. Um, pretty excited to see Jack Shore fight again. That guy's uh, is a tank for sure. And um, another guy I'm really excited for is... Uh, Lerone Murphy, that guy is, I think is going to be really good. Um, Kamzat, Shemaya, I want to see again. Uh, Munir Lazez, I want to see again. That guy is, I think is going to be really good. Um, even Tyler Santos put on a really good performance. Uh, Jimmy Rivera, I'm sure we'll see again. Yeah, so all all in all, it was a pretty good pretty good fight card. Um, it was our second event at uh, Yaz Island on Fight Island. So yeah, that's that's a UFC Fight Night Cater versus Ige. Uh, thanks for listening again. This is the Puncher's Chance MMA Podcast. This is Rafael Cervantes. Much love.